The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. Father, we, we will be eternally grateful to you. I love in your word you said this, that there's angels that fly around your throne. And then every time they come full circle, they see something new about you that they've never seen before. And then they shout, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. And you do that because there's just so much to learn about you. I get ex- I've been saved for over, going on for my third decade already. And I still I see new things about you and I appreciate you. And I think to myself, I, I see that in little bits and pieces here and there. How much more them who fly around your throne? How long does it take for an angel to fly around your throne? It doesn't take a year. So there's so much to see about you. And we seen so little. But the little bit that we do see, we're so grateful to you for it. Now, you are good at being a father. That's, that's what you are good at. You are really good at being a father. And you are a good father at that. You're very good to your children. And so we just are so grateful to have you with us tonight. And we're so grateful that we can gather around you. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you for your written word. We thank you that our names are written down in the Lamb's Book of Life. We thank you that we've gone from death unto life. Yes. And we thank you for this message. Speak through Andrew, Lord. Think through his mind and speak through his vocal cords. Maybe, Lord, even give him inspired speech tonight. Mm, I receive that. And your word will not return void. It can't return void because it's not idle and it's not dead words. They're words of life. They They always spring up. That's what I love about it. I love being part of the household of faith, the household of life. Now we love you, but <laughs> we know how much you love us. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Okay, go for it. Bless us. Bless us, Andrew. Okay. Uh, so the title for uh, tonight's message is called The Mouth of Maturity. The theme for 2024 is to grow up. Yes. Now, we're obviously not talking about physically because that goes without saying. Yeah. You know, a person... That's the lowest form of growth. Yeah. To grow physically and to grow in physical things. That's the lowest form of growth. Because, you know, the human body naturally grows up. Yes. But uh, a lot of people don't actually grow up mentally. But uh, we're actually talking about, for this entire year, 2024, God's talking about to grow up spiritually. To go from a child of God to a son or daughter of God because you know there's there's a difference you know between the two when a person is an infant in Christ they are not skilled in the word of righteousness they're, they're not skilled in the kingdom they're mm. not skilled in faith they're not skilled in actually anything when a person is young spiritually like I, I believe everyone can identify with this when I got saved I prayed for a lot of different things and I got it yeah but the Lord was, he was very merciful mm. because I wasn't operating in like every part of the kingdom like I should be. You know, when I was younger, I wasn't sowing seeds. I wasn't practicing love. I wasn't speaking the word continuously. I wasn't acting out on the word. I wasn't uh, praising God, but yet I would still harvest. Yeah. And this is obviously I'm talking about when I was uh, about like a year old spiritually, uh, two years old. God would do that for me. When I grew up spiritually, the Lord stopped doing that, mm-hmm. you know, because he wants a person to grow up. He wants a person to learn uh, his word, you know, and it takes time to study out the word of God. Yeah. So one of the many ways to grow up spiritually is your mouth. Mm-hmm. The Bible says, and I'm going to read this. You don't have to turn there, but this is Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23. 
and I'll be reading it from the King James, and it says, Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. Uh, that word profession, it's an old English word for the word confession. So yes. I'm just going to read it like that. Let us hold fast the confession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. Now, for the Apostle Paul to say this by the Spirit, that we must hold fast to what we are saying, that tells me that it, it's a journey. Yeah. And uh, the Lord, it was early this month where the Lord has been speaking to me a lot about faith being a journey, faith being a journey, faith being a journey, because everyone's looking for like quick results. Yeah. You know, you know, you, you order food and you sit at home. You don't even have to get dressed. Yep. And people quickly deliver your you food. You pop things in the microwave. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You download your banking app on your phone. You don't even have to go into a branch anymore. Yes. You know, the way the world is going, everything is You don't even have instant. to go to work anymore. Yeah. A person can can work from home. You know, people think that the kingdom works instantly like that. Mm. And it's not the case. And Christians, in essence, they've become lazy. And you'll always hear Christians say, can you pray for me? Yes. But you don't hear them say, this is the teachings that I'm standing on. This is the scriptures that I'm standing on. This has been my schedule for the last month. Mm. This is what I'm doing every day. Mm. You don't hear Christians uh, doing that. So, uh, yeah, the theme for this year, uh, 2024, is to grow up uh, spiritually. And like I said, one of the the main ways is to uh, say the same thing that God says. This is what Jesus himself said. And this is in John 12, verse 49. He says, For I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which sent me. He gave me a commandment, what I should say, and what I should speak. So Jesus was, he was a mature son of God because he kept saying what he heard his father say. And um, these days, like everyone can can agree with this, you know, uh, there's a lot of churches out there, a lot of Christians, there's a lot of cell groups, there's a lot of youth groups and all that. And uh, Christians even gather together, but you don't hear your Christians saying what God says. Mm. The Christians, unfortunately, they speak in exactly like the world. Yes. Mm. You know, uh, if con- this goes back to my message, mm. the first one, carnality. Mm. And when Paul was addressing the church at mm. Corinth, he said, you people are acting like mere unchanged men. Yes. So... The focus then is to change. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're not changing, what's the root cause of it? Carnality. Mm-hmm. You're being carnal. You get beat about with jealousy, envy, strife. Uh, and what was the other one he said? Divisions. Mm. Yes. That will keep you from becoming mature. Yeah. And then... You have the need, I, I, want to, I want to say something, I've got to say something, instead of growing up yeah. and hanging back and, and saying, okay, what does he want me to say? Mm. That takes maturity. It does, because like in Christian circles, the, the Christians act uh, just like the world does. Yeah. You know, if a Christian want, wants a house, they're talking about getting their credit score up. Yeah. They're talking yes. about getting a deposit they're talking about different places to get a home loan. I've heard Christians like praise their medical aids. Yes. You know, forget Jehovah Rapha, mm. the Lord our healer. Forget him. Like we have a medical aid. You know, no one can top the medical aid. Yeah. Yeah. We hear people talk about that they, they push in for promotion, you know, they, and they go in out of their way to get that. And we are Christians and we see Christians starting uh, singles groups yes. to meet people. And overall, like God is just out the picture because yeah. they, they live in just like the world. Carnal. Yeah. Doing the same thing, trying to build the Tower of Babel. Yes, exactly. And that boils, it goes right back to the book of Numbers where God performed those great exploits and they learned nothing. Yeah. It was an absolute waste of time to the point where God said, I feel like wiping out this nation and I'll start with you and I'll, I'll raise up a whole great nation with you. Wow. And uh, like another thing, like even when it comes to the calling, like uh, Christians want to do what they want to do. Yes. Yes. But they don't realize that God has, if, if I can say it like this, if I can put it like this, 
God has programmed certain people to do certain things. Yes, that's and good. It's, it's yeah. in their heart. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's people, for example, that God has anointed and appointed to like be teachers, but now they want to make movies. Yeah. And vice versa. And then there's, there's ministers that want to do this, but then there's other people that's not supposed to be near podium that want to rush into ministry. Yeah. And that's why the world is like it is. And you know, Jesus said we're supposed to be the light of the earth. Yeah. We're supposed to be the salt of the earth. And what was he actually saying? We, because uh, he, he spoke about that you don't hide a lamp. You on put it on, on the shelf yeah, yeah. that everyone in the house can see. Yes. And Christians are supposed to be sticking out in a dark world. Yes. They are yes. supposed to be. And the world supposed to be like looking at every yes. Christian, Amen. not not ministers. Yeah. yeah. Different Christians and say, say that again. Every Christian, every Christian, yes. not not just the ministers, not the ministers in the fivefold ministry. Yeah. Yeah. No one's exempt. Everybody. Yeah. Thank you. That's good. And they supposed to be Thank saying, <laughs> "What do these Christians have? They talking about this God? Like introduce me, yeah. yes. because all these Christians have success. Mm-hmm. You know. Now that was like a massive part of Jesus's ministry. He was so obedient. He was obedient to God's word. He only did what what he saw his father do. He only said what he heard his father say. And uh, speaking like our heavenly father is a great sign of uh, maturity. But let's look on the flip side mm. of the coin. You know, so I'm going to say that again. Speaking the word, mm. speaking the word all the time. It's, mm. it's a great sign of maturity. Yes. Now, on the flip side, you know, you get the Christians that they, they always speak in death. Yeah, they always yeah. speak in the curse. They always speak in failure. They have more faith in the natural government than the supernatural government, mm-hmm. where Jesus is actually running the whole show. They got more faith in in worldly things. Yeah. Now uh, the Bible says in James chapter one verse six to eight. Now, this is for them that they flip between sides. They're not mature. They're actually immature. The Bible says, "For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed." For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. Mm-hmm. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. I just thank God that Jesus was not unstable. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, we would have been in a lot of trouble. Yes. Jesus, there were times where Jesus was under severe pressure. Yes. But he kept speaking the word literally until the end. And that's why he always had success. So when it comes to speaking the word, or you can say you can say confessions, many Christians heard about the power of confession. It's like a nice concept, let's be honest, because Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty three, says you can have what you say. Yeah. Now everyone's got their own problems. I always say this, you know, even uh, twins that were brought up in the same house, they don't have the same problems. Everyone is different, and regardless of your problems, uh, Jesus is saying you can have what you say, and. You can sort those problems out mm-hmm. by the words of their mouth. Many people believe in it. Many people don't. Um, some people only see a little of this working in their life. Other people don't see anything working in their life concerning confessions. And you know what the whole thing is? People, they don't have revelation and insight into speaking the word. Mm. Yeah. That's why they think it's not working for them. But it's working for them all the time. Yeah. So let's see. The key to miracles. This is something that's like we all know, uh, when Jesus was on the earth, he put all the attention on a person's faith. And I like saying this, faith is how you get God involved in your situation. Yeah. That, that's how you do it. Uh, you don't get God involved in your situation because you're pleading or you're crying or, uh, you know, you, you're saying, you know, you're screaming and rolling on the yeah. bed and saying life is so unfair. And then God's like, oh, shame, you know, let me step in. Mm. You know, <laughs> he, he's, he's crying. He's been crying for the last hour. Let me shame. Let me help. Uh, no, you, you touch God's heart with your faith. Yes. That's how you, you pull him into your situation. And uh, so I'm just going to read a couple of scriptures. Uh, like I said, you guys don't have to physically go there. Uh, but I just want to read a couple of scriptures. Just that you can see that Jesus himself. Now remember, Jesus only did and said what he saw his father do and say. This is Matthew chapter 8, verse 10 and 13. And it says, when Jesus heard it, he marveled. Now, remember that the centurion said this. He said, mm-hmm. speak the word only and my servant will be healed. Mm-hmm. That's where his faith was. He said, all you've got to do is just speak the word. Yeah. And bam, my servant at home. He's not even here next to me. Yeah. But my servant at home is going to be healed. 
That's all you need to do. Yeah. Uh, speak the word. I'm going to go and I'm going to find him healed. And this impressed Jesus. And uh, the Bible says, when Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you that I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. Jesus called that great faith. Yeah. There's different levels of faith. Yeah. And people need to know this. Mm. Uh, you get little faith, and then you get faith, and then you get great faith. You know, mm. And then uh, verse 13 says, And Jesus said uh, unto the centurion, Go thy way, and as thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. And the servant was healed in the selfsame hour. Okay. Okay. So we talking about being mature and we're talking about words and faith and so forth. Now, I don't ever want you to have the idea that when we are talking about faith, it's like some system or it's some kind of formula. I don't want you to ever, ever think that. Because you take away from the relationship aspect. Mm. Yeah. We look at Hebrews chapter 11. I think it's verse 6. Where it says it's impossible mm. to please God without faith. Mm. Now let's not just you know quote that and just run past it. Let's go a little bit deeper than that. Mm-hmm. Why is it impossible to please Him? So... Let's look at the let's look at the side that if you did have faith, then it's possible to please him. But let's look at it a little bit deeper than that. Why does it please him? Why does it please him? Why does faith please him? I don't want to sit with the idea of it's words, you're speaking words, it's like some machine. You put in a key, you turn, and you start up that old engine. You know, you crank it up, it goes, and then, you know, there she goes, and she spins. It's not like that. Mm. It's about you trusting God. Mm. Yeah. Taking Him at His word. You, you mm. trust Him. So, let's take the word faith, and we change it to trust, because that's a, a current vernacular that yes. we use. Mm-hmm. I don't... We, you, we do use faith um, casually amongst people, um, but if I say I have faith in that man's word, you know, but rather say it like this, I trust him. If he says he's going to be here, he'll be here. Mm. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what other people say. Oh, I'm not phased by what you say. No, I mean, there's, um, you know, the road is pretty backed up and there's load shedding and I just don't see how that person's going to be able to get to the side. It's impossible. No, he'll be here because you trust him, mm-hmm. you see. And it's the same thing with God. You telling God, I trust you regardless. Yes. Dot, dot, dot. Mm, no okay? matter what. And you can throw in, and then this is where the devil comes in. This is his ministry. He will come and throw everything at you but the kitchen sink. And you still trust him. No, I still trust God. What do you think that does to his heart? It blesses him. Because he's watching you there. He's watching the turmoil. He's yes. watching the obstacles that are thrown in your in your way he's watching the waves coming yeah. at you and you know despite all of that stuff coming up against you you are still saying i still believe god i don't know how he's going to do this but he's going to do this yes. you see i mean if someone spoke like that about me and had so much faith, faith trust in me and what I said, I can tell you something now. That would put a smile on my face. Mm. Yeah. How much more God? Mm-hmm. So that's what Andrew's saying. So going back to Andrew talking about words, now you can think how precious those words are. Yeah. Because it's his words yes, that you're speaking. You see? It's your dad's words. Mm-hmm. And it, it, you, you, like God says this, um, a lot of people like to quote this, and it, there's nothing wrong with quoting it, saying God is a jealous God. Yeah. 
Yeah. But he also wants to hear that from us. Yes. Um, not jealous as in carnal, mm. but jealous as in... He doesn't want anything about I don't, him. Yeah, and now I'm like this here. Trevor is a jealous son over his father's words. You see? I don't want anyone else's words. I want my dad's words mm. because my dad's words, you can take them to the bank. They work. Yeah. That's faith. Having faith in your dad. Faith in him being a good dad. Faith in what he says goes so you can say it. Mm -hmm. You can speak your dad's words. Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of Christians don't understand that a person, when they become born again, your relationship with the Heavenly Father, it's, it, it's supposed to be real. It's supposed yes. to be alive. Yes. Uh, there, there's supposed to be physical proof that is in one's life. And, um, you know, like I compare it to a marriage. Mm. I don't want to say a worldly marriage, but a physical marriage. Yeah. And when a person gets married, a lot changes in both of those people's lives. A yeah. lot. Amen. You know, like number one, both parties, they stop looking around. Yeah. You know, both parties, they, they walk like with each other. Mm. And they have fun with each other. Mm. And they develop a language between them yes. that no one else understands. Yeah. Yeah. And no, you guys don't understand our language. <laughs> when the, the husband goes, hangs out with his friends, or the wife hangs out with hers, everyone can see, you know, that, that there's changes. Yes. You know, and like the, the husband talks about his wife, and the wife talks about the husband, and they, they, they got plans with each other, and they're moving forward in life with each mm. other. And it's supposed to be like that when a person gets born again. Yeah. There's supposed to be physical proof that is actually in a person's life. And yes. like God, He wants to be your Jehovah Rapha. He wants yeah. to be the Lord, your healer. Mm. He wants to be your protector. He wants to, you know, be our deliverer. He wants to. He wants to do all these things. But this message, yeah, about growing up in the area of, you know, maturing with your words... This is how we get him involved uh, to do those things in our lives, mm -hmm. you know. So um, getting back to this, just going to read these other scriptures. Uh, this is Matthew chapter 8, verse 26. And Jesus said unto them, Why are you so fearful, O he of little faith? Or you could say, O he of little trust. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, it says here, yeah, When he arose, he rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. So you can see that their fear, like stopped God from moving in their own lives. Mm -hmm. Like Jesus had to use his faith and he had to use his relationship with the Father to change the circumstances around them. Yeah. They didn't trust him. No, they didn't. They didn't. Then it's then we're going to go to Matthew chapter 9, verse uh, 29. And the Bible says, uh, Then touched, this is Jesus, Then touched he their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it unto you. Yeah. Uh, Mark chapter 5, verse 34. Um, and he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace, and be whole of thy plague. And the last one, it says, uh, this is in Luke chapter 8, verse 50. And it says, But when Jesus heard it, he answered him, saying, Fear not, believe only, and she shall be made whole. So you can see, when a person has faith, you can easily pull the Father into your circumstances. Mm -hmm. And he can change your circumstances. And uh, I like, you know, using examples and uh, say there's a, a son or a daughter and they've got a very rich father. And their father has this massive global company and all that. But the daughter, the son, they, they broke. Mm. But they know their father loves them. Mm. And they themselves, it's, it wasn't the father holding back on them. Mm. They pulled away. Mm -hmm. They said, you know, they're going to leave the company. They're going to find themselves. You know, we've heard that many times. Oh, yes, yes. They go out into the world. They try and make it without the father. Yeah. And, you know, nothing happens. And yeah. then they go back to the father. And they said, look, you know, they, they need money for rent. The father will gladly, like, pay their rent. Yeah. He'll pay their rent for the next couple of years. Mm. You know, and we use our faith to get our heavenly father involved in our lives. So the number one way of releasing faith is by the words of our mouth. That's something a lot of people don't understand. You know, um, they chalk faith up to, you know, just like a quick prayer or going to someone and they say, okay, we're going to pray together and we're going to come into agreement and then that's the end of that. Yeah. But the number one way to release faith is by the words of their mouth. So I'm going to read Mark eleven twenty three, and 
this scripture, you know, I, I have heard some people say, and I've actually seen it like online as well. There's people that don't actually believe in confession. Yeah. They don't believe in mm. speaking the end result. They don't believe it. And yet that's how God created everything. Yeah. Yes. And these are Christians that I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the world. The world, you know, they, they're not even born again. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, they, they're not basing what they believe on the written word. Mm. So we're going to go to the written word because the word's supposed to be our final authority. Yeah. Um, this is Jesus. He was given his famous faith teaching. And I always say this, if you want to learn faith, see what Jesus said. Because we know like Jesus was the master of faith. He used his faith every day, you know, his entire life. And he got like results all the time because with his faith, he pulled the father into his everyday uh, life, you know. So the Bible says, this is Jesus teaching on faith. And I'm going to say this as well. If you want to, if you want to prosper, you listen to a rich man. Because he's walked before you, he's got fruit and all that. Yeah. Uh, if you wanna, if you wanna get healed, you listen to someone that's done that. Jesus has mastered faith, so we we listen to Jesus. Yeah. And yeah. this is what Jesus said: For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. I'm just gonna read that last part again. He shall have whatsoever he saith. So Jesus, you know, there's a mountain in this person's way. And Jesus didn't say, you know, go to Lowe's or Home Depot and buy a couple of shovels. And he didn't say <laughs> um, rent some excavators and work at the mountain. He didn't say that. Mm. He said, use your mouth against this mountain. Mm. And the mountain will have to obey. But on condition, you've got to believe in your heart. Yes. And you mustn't doubt but what do you believe? You believe that the thing that you said, Dad, is going to make sure it happens. Yes. You have to think of it. Uh, a person believes only one or two things. You, you, I definitely I believe the devil's lie. Yeah. Or you believe God. Yeah. One or two. So I'm going to say this again uh, because this is something that people have to realize. The number one way to release your faith is by the words of your mouth. Um, you know, like actions come later. Yes. Actions super important, but that comes later. If if your mouth isn't right, your actions, actions is not going to work. Mm-hmm. You know. So um, did Jesus use his words in his earthly ministry? Yes. So I'm just going to read some stuff that he did. Jesus spoke to the fig tree. Uh, Jesus spoke to the storm. Uh, Jesus told a certain man with a withered hand to stretch out his hand, and it was restored. Jesus told dead people to get up yes. and they had to obey. Jesus told demons basically to get lost. Yes, you know, he did. Um, the list goes on and on. There's actually so much more where you can see Jesus. All Jesus did. You, you don't hear uh, Jesus uh, t- touching people most of the time. Yeah. He just opened his mouth up and he spoke and he got results because speaking the word is the number one way that we release faith. We have also been commanded to speak, and I just got through reading Mark eleven twenty three. But I also want to read uh, Luke chapter seventeen verse six. Now this is interesting. Uh, the disciples came to Jesus, and this is what they said. They said, "Increase our faith." Yes. You know. So I don't know how they thought that's going to go down. <laughs> I don't know if if they thought that Jesus was probably going to give them like a bag of like powder or something. I don't know. But they came to him. They said, increase our faith. And this is how Jesus responded. And the Lord said, if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you might say unto this sycamine tree, be thou plucked up by the root and be thou planted in the sea and it should obey you. So once again, Jesus is saying, use your mouth, Mm -hmm. use your mouth, use your mouth. And I just see like, like in the body of Christ, I mean, people are using their mouth in the negative sense yes. Yes. like the, the bible says death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof now i remember the lord telling this one lady he said it's not the words that you say in prayer that counts it's the words that you say all the time yeah. some people can pray long but even that even that like a couple of uh, lacquer words there it's not going to alter your life forever you know it's the words that you say when you wake up it's the words that you say when you clean him. It's the words that you say uh, when you 
showering. It's a words that you say when you're on your way to work. Yes. You know, it's all those little words. It's the, the words, words you don't think about. Yeah. It's the words that you say, you know, to, to your spouse, mm. to, to your kids, uh, to your work colleagues. And those are the words that come out of your heart. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's always someone that's going to come up to a person and, and speak negative. Yes. And you need to, like, cut that off, like, straight away. Yes, you do. You know? So, we can see how we have been commanded to speak. Jesus taught, he gave that famous faith teaching, and he said, basically, use your mouth. Yes. He didn't say, use your hands. Mm-hmm. If it did, I didn't see it in my Bible. And I've, <laughs> I've, I've got a lot of Bibles. I do. Different translations. And... I've never heard him say that when it comes to um, faith, you've got to use your hands. I've never seen that. Yeah. I always see how he says, you've got to use your mouth. Um, I love what Charles Cap said. That this is what the Lord told him years ago. He said, I, I have told my people they can have what they say, but my people are saying what they have. Yes, yes. yes. That is awesome. So the only time that they will use their hands is if they're deaf. That's true. That is true. <laughs> but you know what the Lord said to me years ago? He said, if you've got, if you aren't going to speak my word, don't speak at all. Sure. So, needless to say, I didn't listen to all of that. I but some people are going to struggle with it. Because no. the power is in His word. Amen. So, for those that say, like, what should we be speaking? Uh, it is the written word. Yeah. Um, you can speak a bunch of positive stuff all day long. Mm-hmm. But it's the word that counts. And yes. I'm actually going to show you from Scripture why that's important. But I just want to give you a quick scripture, uh, Matthew 8, 8. The centurion answered and said, this is, he, he was speaking to the Lord. And he said, uh, I'm not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. Speak the word only. You know, I, I love that. I love that. We, we know what, to, that's why like God has given us a Bible full of promises. He didn't give us a Bible full of promises uh, to use as as a placemat. Yes. He didn't use it. Uh, he didn't give it to us to maybe keep a bookshelf standing straight up. Yeah. He gave it to us to put those words in our mouths. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, when I first got saved, uh, Trevor told me this. He said, "There's a scripture to fit every part of your life." Yes. And in the beginning, I, I was I was 15 when I first got saved, and I'm honest with you, I didn't believe that. But then the more I read the Bible, I'm like, oh, my word, this, yes. this covers this part of my life. This covers that part of my life. And over the years, there were things that you, you would never think in a million years yes. that there's a promise that covers that in the Bible. But there is. Mm-hmm. There's even for those, uh, there's people out there that maybe feel that they're not attractive. There's even a scripture for that. Yeah, that's true. It's cool. There's scripture for everything. Yeah. Now, why must we be speaking the word? Now, this is what really blessed me because I always knew that when it comes to confession, I always knew that there's more to it than yeah. just speaking, you know, because uh, the word is multi-level. There's revelation and revelation and revelation yes. in the word. And you can read a scripture, a single scripture your whole life. And throughout your whole life, God will teach you more and more about Matthew that. 6.33 for me. Yeah. And uh, I've seen that in First uh, Peter two twenty four, the healing scripture. Over the years, you'd think I got everything out of it, mm-hmm. but yeah. the more I read it, the more the Lord shows me into yes. it. So um, this is what really blessed me. Why is it so important to speak the word? Uh, this blessed my socks off. I had to put my socks back on. Um, I'm going to go to John, <laughs> John chapter one, verse one to three. If whoever's taking notes, or I actually encourage everyone to write these few scriptures down, please. This is going to help you, you know. Because, you know, when it comes to confession, um, you know, we get set up about it. We're like, okay, I'm going to start speaking the word. Then after a while, it, it fizzles out. Yeah. This scripture is one of those scriptures that you go back to. And you see why it is important. Mm-hmm. So, uh, John chapter 1, verse 1 to 3, it says, In the beginning was the word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Now, check this out. Verse 3, it says, All things were made by the Word, and without the Word was not anything made that was made. So, the Word creates. That's what I love about the Word. The Word creates. Just speaking random positive confessions does not create. But the Word creates. And uh, if we jump to verse 14, you're going to see why it says, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we behold His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Jesus is the Word. Yes. 
So I'm just going to read this again. In the beginning was Jesus, and Jesus was with God, and Jesus was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Jesus, and without Jesus was not anything made that was made. Amen. The Word creates. Yes. The Word Amen. creates. That's why we have to speak the Word. Amen. If if a person has like a, a physical illness, the Word of healing will create health in a person's body. Yes. If a person is struggling with some addiction, the Word will set a person free. Yes. And, uh, you know, there's a couple of scriptures. I, I didn't write it down, but... You know, uh, the word is important. The Bible says uh, God sent his word and healed them. Mm -hmm. The Bible says Jesus cast out devils with his word. Yes. He didn't slap them. He didn't slap the person around <laughs> and, and threaten the guy and say, devils, you better come out. You know? <laughs> yeah. I've got a sword here. You yeah. know, he, he spoke it. He spoke yeah. the word and the mm -hmm. devils fleed, you know. Mm -hmm. So the word is very, very powerful. The Bible says uh, in... It is Psalms 91 verse 4. It says, His precious promises are our arm and protection. Yes. His mm. word mm. protects us. His physical word protects us. Mm. Uh, that it, it covers everything. Mm. you know. And then I want to jump to John 6 verse 63. And this is Jesus speaking once again. He said, It is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Do you see how the Word of God, it creates things because it comes from the Spirit. It yeah. is life. Those words are life, you know. And uh, remember the Lord gave me this like years ago. He said, speak life into a dead situation. Yes. Yeah. And he was saying, speak the Word well, that yeah. was into a dead situation. That was that same thing with that rice container. Yes. They were speaking encouragement to the one bowl of yes. rice. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the rice was actually flourishing and fermented well. The others you spoke mm. curse words to. Yes. It got rotten. And people have done that same exercise with plants where they'll, like a school will do that, they'll speak bad things to a plant and good things to another plant and the one plant will flourish and the other one will die. Yeah, exactly. And it's the power of words. Yeah. Um, the, did you want to say something? Yeah, just, just also to say, uh, um, also like you said, uh, the Bible also says that the angels are hearkened unto the spoken word of the Lord. Yes, mm. yes, you know, yes. And that is also something that that's something I have to very personally. Yeah. Uh, the angels that's actually messengers that's actually there to serve us. Yes. They're actually waiting for your words. Yes. So you're either going to empower them or giving me something to work with, or you're going to just going to stand there falling their hands. Uh, now this uh, this just reminds me of something, and uh, the Lord just quickened this to me now. And he said, your statement of faith mm -hmm. or your confession, why do we say it? Because mm -hmm. we believe it. It's a testimony yes. mm -hmm. of his existence yes. in a world of unbelief. Yeah. Sure. That's good. Huh? When you state something, mm -hmm. you have got so much confidence in his faithfulness yeah. and you are saying there is a God Amen. and he will make this happen yes. yes okay now that takes me to the scripture that says you will overcome mm. by the blood of the lamb and by the word of your testimony and the word of your testimony not somebody else's testimony yeah, your word yes. is a testimony. Yes, you are testifying. It's about him being your dad. Amen. That's what it is. You testifying. I have a dad. This is what he's going to do. I believe this. And you can't talk me out of it. Yeah, and it's on those words. Remember how all of this started in Genesis, mm -hmm. in the beginning. Yes. Was God. Amen. And the Spirit of God was on the face of the deep. But that's where He was, just on the face of the deep, waiting. And then God said, and it was so. Who made that come to pass? It was the Holy Spirit. Yes. Mm -hmm. He made that come to pass on those words that God spoke. And it's the same thing. Jesus said the same thing thousands of years later. He says, it's the Father that's in me. He does the work. But 
like Andrew said earlier, he said, I only say mm. those things which I hear my father say. He says, I don't speak anything of my own self. In other words, I don't make up my own words. Mm-hmm. You see, I say the words of my father. And he kept saying that. Yeah. And his words were a testimony mm-hmm. that he has a dad that's backing him up. And whatever he says, his dad will make sure it'll happen. Mm. To the point where he was standing in front of a grave. And there was a dead man in there for four days. Yes. Now here's my question. How many of you trust God that much? Mm-hmm. Because it can work. Yes. And, it, and it will work for every one of you, depending on your level of trust how much do you trust him do you trust him that he will raise someone up from the dead because you spoke do you have that level of trust like andrew said earlier Mm -hmm. there's different levels of faith yeah you can say it like this there's different levels of trust and how do you get to trust him by getting to know him there's things that i will say and there's things that I won't say. Because I know I'm not there yet. But this is the year of growth. We mm-hmm. want to grow. Yes. And we want to grow our relationship with Him. Yeah. Yes. So that we can trust Him more. Amen. But your words are, a, you testifying mm-hmm. that you're a son. You testifying without saying it. Yes. You don't have to go out there and say, I am a Christian. You don't have to do that. Yeah, Just by you saying. speak for I have a father and this situation will turn around. Yeah. Like we, we kept on saying, my God's going to fill the dams. Mm. People said, oh, those dams are empty. On No rain for days. You can keep saying that. I've got a dad. He hears me. Yeah. They think you nuts. But your words, well, our words from Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, and there's other ministries that prayed as well. But also, they prayed a very long time. But as soon as... We saw, okay, it's getting very serious, and we quickly started praying. <laughs> and when we did that, man, all of a sudden, it just rained and rained and rained. And we said things that other ministries were not saying. Yeah. Because I, I trust Him like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know where He's going to pull the water from, but that's none of my business. I don't care. Mm. I know He's going to make the water come. Yeah, amen. There were other big ministers that went and prayed over dams and nothing happened. But we came and we spoke to those dams. And why did we speak to those dams? Because, not because, um, uh, you know, words, words have power by themselves. No. Mm-mm. We spoke to those dams because I know my Father loves me. Mm. And I know He hates it. To see the people being oppressed. He hates that. So I can confidently talk to those dams. And we said all the dams would be full. And one by one he filled them up. And one by one they overflowed. But why did we speak those words? Because we know that he exists. Our words are a testimony that he lives. Our words are a testimony that we know our father hears us. Amen. We know that. It's why I'm saying it. Amen. Um, okay. Oh, good. So, like I said earlier, uh, there's scriptures that will cover like everyone's situations. And that's why the God, uh, God has given us His precious word. Mm. And um, you know what? You, you just got to go through the Bible. And people can even contact us if they don't know where to find these scriptures. Mm-hmm. But um, I need to say this. When they do find the scriptures... Um, and they start speaking, they're not going to see results the so next day. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if this is the first time you're speaking in a certain area. Mm-hmm. And um, let me just tell you right now, the word needs to be in your heart. Yeah. Yep. It needs to be in your heart. And, uh, you know, like I always say, um, especially in the time that we're living in, people yeah. want like immediate results. Mm-hmm. And uh, like when it comes to putting God's raw word in your heart, mm-hmm. it takes time. Yeah. It takes it actually takes a season. Let yes. me start like this. So I want to read two scriptures to you guys, and then I want to share this um, awesome example God gave me to help me understand 
about uh, confession. Uh, this is Romans chapter 10 verse 8. And like I said, the word needs to be in your heart before you can see it on the outside yeah. of you. Uh, the Bible says, uh, but what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. So there, the word needs to be in your heart. And then it needs to be in your mouth. And how do you get it into your heart? You open your mouth up. Yes. You know? And I want to quickly read another scripture to you. This is an awesome scripture. This is Matthew chapter 12, verse 34 and 35. Now, Jesus talks about the fact that whatever's in your heart is going to produce in your life on the outside. Yeah. You know, uh, the word doesn't just stay in your heart. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you have this victory in your head. No, it actually, whatever's in your heart flows out into your life. Yes. And um, I actually wanted to say this in the beginning. We are all exactly where we are today because of what we've been putting in our yes. hearts. Yeah. Yeah. You know, over the years, uh, whatever we've been speaking and nurturing, it has come out. And we are living in that harvest, mm -hmm. you know. So this is a scripture, another scripture to uh, record, especially if you want to do studies on uh, the power of words and I suggest everyone does because whatever you believe in God for if you want to receive his love if you want to receive divine protection healing whatever this is a principle that everyone has to use regardless of what they believe in for mm -hmm. uh, the Bible says and this is Jesus speaking O generation of vipers how can he being evil speak good things for out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks now listen to this this is verse 35 very important uh, Jesus said a good man out of the good treasure of his heart bringeth forth good things and an evil man out of the evil treasures of his heart bringeth forth evil things so once again whatever's in your heart is going to flow out through your mouth yes. and it's going to affect your surroundings so uh yeah i just want to end off by just sharing this um, example that the lord gave me i was speaking to him about like confession and i wanted to know more and more and more because you know, the more you study something out, the more you have faith in God in that area. Yeah. You know, uh, for someone that wants healing, you can't, you know, listen to one teaching and walk away and say, okay, I think I got it. Mm. I'm going to use, you know, that bit of faith that came off that uh, podcast or, or teaching. I'm going to use that for the rest of my life. There's different levels in the anointing of healing. Mm -hmm. And the more you, you study it, the more confidence you grow, you know, in it. And I was asking the Lord, like, why is it that... You know, you, you speak like you speak the scriptures and sometimes it takes a while to see results. Mm. And the Lord, I remember one night he, he showed me, he said, your mouth is like a train and there's different tracks, you know, and there's a track for healing. There's a track for prosperity. Mm -hmm. There's a track for divine protection. There's a track for wisdom. And the track goes two ways. It goes to the right and it goes to the left. The right goes toward the blessing the left goes toward the curse now over a person's life uh, people tend to pull straight to the curse we yeah. li we're living in a fallen world you turn on the radio they're speaking about the curse you turn on uh, the tv to watch the news they're speaking about the curse uh, you watch movies they they're always cursing they're always swearing they they're yeah. doing all these funny things they're mm -hmm. committing adultery on tv uh, you read the newspaper it's curse 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 uh, you hang around other people they generally talk about cursed things. And so over a person's life, they, they keep speaking the curse. So your mouth is going in the wrong direction. Yes. Mm -hmm. And over time, your uh, mouth like picks up, that, that train picks up different carriages. Mm -hmm. And each carriage gets filled up with curse. And your words in the curse become more and more weighty. Yeah. And because it becomes more and more like weighty. Baggage. Yeah. Uh, more and more baggage yeah. and your words in the negative become more powerful mm -hmm. and over the years you can speak like the curse and it will come to pass quick yes because your words in that area are waiting and the lord said when you start going in the right direction you start speaking my word the train has to slowly turn around now yeah. it's still got all that carriages on mm -hmm. it filled with curse <laughs> But the more you speak in the blessing, the more you speak in scriptures, slowly it's dropping like the carriages one by one, you know, mm -hmm. and it's the train is starting to go in the right direction. And it takes time to build up um, momentum yeah, and, and faith in, in the good stuff, yes. you know, that so will take a sign of maturity. It does. Yeah. To see it through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the, the longer you go. And the more you speak in it in that area, yeah. your words become weighty in the blessing. Mm. And then all of a sudden you start seeing like, hey, 
uh, I'm getting results quicker. Yeah. I remember this one minister, he said, when he first started praying out the wisdom of God for different things in his life, he would take off three days and he would just be in wisdom for three days. Mm. And over, over the years, him being in ministry, he would have to uh, seek God a lot in different areas. And he says it came to the point that it just takes him under 30 minutes. Mm. And he says there's times where he'll just ask the Lord and he'll receive uh, that heavenly direction straight away. Yeah. So you can see how a person can develop in this. Mm. You know, so um, that was my message tonight. Awesome. I hope everyone enjoyed it. Uh, um, would you like to end off yeah, in a word of prayer? prayer? Okay. Um, I'm just going to pray yeah, quickly, guys, and then don't rush off. I just want to make a, another announcement quickly, a quick announcement, okay? Father, we thank you for this wonderful message. We thank you that we will grow up into you, grow yes, up into mm-hmm. trusting you, grow up into hanging on to your word and not our own because mm. we we tempted to say our own things but we've got to learn to not say our own things and we've got to learn to speak your word and that's to trust you even when the circumstances are prevailing and looks like it's prevailing but it's not we can just trust you we thank you father for helping us become strong amen and help us grow up and help us mature this year and help us become more structured yes lord and like you said in the book of psalms we can be like a palm tree Mm -hmm. and why did you choose a palm tree because a palm tree can bend um, under severe storms and hurricanes and all that type of thing but when it passes the tree just goes right back up again Mm. Whereas a natural tree gets ripped up out the ground. And so you said we like palm trees beside the river. And so we thank you for helping us become palm trees this year. Amen. Where it doesn't matter what comes up against us. It's just passing through. Mm. And we just come right back up again in the sun. And uh, we thank you that this word... Um, will not return void, but it will grow in us and change us in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Okay. Remember, faith comes by hearing, so So keep on hearing. Hey, everyone. If you enjoyed today's podcast, feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, Why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow Into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.